Good morning and welcome to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. The show that takes a look at the events and what's happening all around Putnam County, as well as interviews with local, community, and business leaders. And now, sharing his insights and experience, here's Today in Putnam County with County Mayor Randy Porter. Thanks, Philip Gibbons. Thank you for joining us today. Hope you're having a great weekend. Hey, this week's show, it's about women's health. And my guest is one of our longtime physicians here in Cookville, Dr. Paige Gurnt. And she is one of our OBGYN physicians here, been here several years. And we're going to talk about women's health. We're going to talk about a new merger with OBGYN here in Cookville and a, and a whole bunch of stuff when it comes to women's health. So good morning, Paige. Good morning. Glad to be here. Glad to have you on the show. And full disclosure, so she's one of my favorites. She delivered my granddaughter about seven and a half years ago go and uh, we're so thankful for you and glad you're in cookville and uh, i just gotta know first question i gotta know is do you keep account of how many babies you delivered you know i don't have an exact count do i don't but i do know how many we deliver each year so over this many years it's been a lot (laughs) it's been a lot i just wondered if the obgyns kept up with how many babies they delivered on an average year babies in cookville what do we get yeah you know the the hospital at cookville as we all know is very busy and we seem to deliver around 1500 to 1600 babies a year wow now of course that's not just myself yeah it's a lot of other people my part Partners, the midwives, other practices, yes. Wow. And we're going to talk more about the midwives and, and the practice and stuff as we get on down in the show. But let's talk about you first. Give us some history of kind of where you started, where you went to school, and what brought you back here to Cookville and, and practicing here for all these years? Absolutely. I think a lot of people know that I, I love this Upper Cumberland region, and I grew up in Fentress County, and I grew up in the little town of Allard. Oh, just wow. a little Allard. four-way stop there. What is it, the Pumpkin Festival? The Pumpkin Festival. Yeah. Everyone knows about the Pumpkin Festival. And I attended York Institute, and then I went to a small college in Kentucky, Transylvania University. Oh, wow. And then from there, I actually... A lot of people think I went to med school from there, but I did some more cancer research, Bent's research at NIH, National Institutes of Health. Great experience for me. And sometimes I think we all know that the good Lord just puts the right people in in front of you. And I had a very good mentor advisor that encouraged me to go back to med school. And I did. I applied to University of Tennessee and I was glad to be accepted and kind of make my way back home from Maryland, of course. I I always wanted to be back in Tennessee and did my four years of medical school there. Then I attended the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston for my residency. Had a wonderful time there, beautiful town to live in. I think we all know that. And I was a teacher, the attending physician for a while at the Medical University. And then I actually even joined a practice with some of the women that I went to residency with. So really fun and really rewarding. Rewarding, but there was just this always this little nagging or tugging that I needed to get back, back home. Yeah, need to get back home. And the way it all happened is, and, and I don't know if everybody knows this, that I am really good friends with Dr. Burke Gear. Yeah, he's a Eurogyn or yeah. pelvic floor specialist in town, and he was a resident when I was a med student. Oh wow! Yes, and so goes way back there. And when I wanted to head back this way, I 
called him and he said, you know, Paige, I think now might be the perfect, perfect time, time to come back. And I joined what was OBGYN Associates in 2005. I can't believe it's been that long wow, ago. This 19 years. 19 right? years. And that was Bert and uh, Dr. Mike Pippen and Dr. Jeff Gleason. And uh, we just had a wonderful time together. I'm still good friends with all of yeah. them. Absolutely. Yeah, Bert's a uh, great guy yeah. and the others are too. I remember years ago when I was uh, paramedic school and uh, the big thing that I don't know why we're always scared of it, but, uh, you know, delivering babies, you know, that was a big thing because you didn't do it very often in, in an ambulance, but uh, did a, a rotation with them and uh, got to uh, go in on some deliveries and made a huge difference in my confidence as a paramedic. And, and I'll never forget, I hadn't done that residency very long after that. And uh, our radio listeners may not understand this, but had a prolapse cord up in Monterey way. We were 30 minutes out and had to take. Uh, every time we'd let up on the cord while the baby's the, the heartbeat was stopping i'll never forget that because i always thought that all the knowledge i got from those ob guys and gals made the difference in in that baby surviving and uh, it was a, it was a great thing so 19 years and then here recently y'all made a change and i don't know if you call it a merger or, or what you call it but diana health came into the picture right. so how's that work yeah and we're really excited about this merger and a lot of people ask me kind of how that did come about out. And I think the first thing is really that this place is exploding. We all know that this Upper Cumberland region is just growing by leaps and bounds. Oh, unbelievable! And. You know, we started seeing that we just had to keep up with that pace, and we needed to make sure we had everything we needed to, to offer all these women in this area. And I think a lot of us think of our OBGYN experiences delivering a baby yeah. or having a yearly pap smear, but that's not it at all, really, when we think about it. We, it's a much bigger picture. Right, isn't it? We need to take care of the entire woman or the whole woman, as we say. And this has given us just a chance to have more providers, more midwives, but so many different options, such as mental health, dietitian, telehealth, just sort of going to that next level yeah. to have more of a comprehensive approach for women's health care. And it just doesn't translate just to my office where my partners and I are, but it's even part of the hospital. We've really got new services. We've begun new services over there as well. Yeah. And so our guest today is Dr. Paige Gurnt. We're talking about women's health and a new merger with Diana Health and the OBGYN Associates. And so we're seeing a shortage of healthcare practitioners, not enough paramedics, not enough nurses. Are you seeing that same thing in your OBGYN field? We sure are. We realize that not many people in the medical school classes are going into obstetrics and gynecology, so much fewer people going into those residencies, graduating, and wanting to provide the full scope of practice. I don't know how we fix that. I know that we used to have people lined up wanting to become a paramedic and nurses and those kind of things. And I don't know if COVID had a lot to do with that. I, th- I think it did in some way. Well, it did with us to, trying to hire the paramedics and people going to school, but uh, kind of messed things up, didn't it, for for a while? I mean, I know it had to be a, a major undertaking. It was for us to deal with that with 
trying to deliver babies and parents and, and all that stuff during COVID, uh, I'm glad it's over, aren't you? Oh, I'm very glad it's over. You know, having a baby or a gynecology surgery, it's such a personal, personal. Yeah. and you need your family support yeah. often. And when we couldn't have the siblings, the aunts, the uncles, the sisters, the mom and dads up yeah. on labor and delivery, it was just I can't even explain how odd that was to me. I know it was odd to the patients, but it was odd to us. It was just not as a happy place. It just was not as fulfilling. You just could tell people. I mean, nurses, secretaries. I mean, everybody noticed the difference. It changed her. It was was different. Our attitudes merged with Diana Health, which is... It's giving you the availability of a lot of new stuff and and new things to be able to, to help the women here in Upcoming. Can you talk about a few of those? Yes, I think you're right. It gave us a lot more resources, a lot more tools. I'll first start with how we partner a little bit with the hospital. And I think that's one of the biggest differences that our patients are telling us that they really like. And you're not owned by the hospital, right? We are not. We are not. But we work with our hospital every day. We have a wonderful relationship with them. And now we have someone, a provider on labor and delivery 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Patients are loving that because they're not having to wait for someone Mm. to come see them. They feel like they're having more attention to them earlier on. We hope then their needs are met and that their hospital stays on as long. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were talking earlier. Used to be, I guess, most women, if they were pregnant or having the baby, was part of OBGYN and then their annual pap smear. But it's a lot more now, isn't it? We're trying to make sure you're dealing with all the aspects of the female health, right? That is correct. I think that was our goal, that the the word that's used a lot, and I like the word, is a comprehensive approach to women's health care. Yeah. And, of course, we all love the obstetrics. I think all of us love delivering a baby, all the providers. We enjoy our gynecology surgery. We see patients in the office. But I think we realized there was so much more we needed. We now are so excited. We have a dietitian in our office. Her name is Katie Malone. And gosh, I think we all know we keep her very busy. Oh, yeah. One of the big things that I guess I first think of is gestational diabetes, because this may be a young woman that's never in a million years thought she would have diabetes, and it shows up during her pregnancy. She's never had to talk about dietary changes. She's never had to stick her finger for a glucose. And so Katie has been just a treasure because she will go in and spend time with those patients. But it's just not the, the pregnant patients. I think we all know there is something like polycystic ovary syndrome that has insulin resistance. We have menopausal women that want to change their diet. So like I said, I think she's got a lot on her plate now. She does. Yeah. We do also have her do some telehealth visits. So yeah. I don't want people to think, oh, I've got to make an appointment in the office. That's one of the other benefits that she can call or Zoom, as we say, or perform a telehealth visit. Isn't that neat? I, I did one that, that I had to do to get a prescription refill the other day and i just thought how neat this is that i don't have to go sit in a doctor's office somewhere and and wait and uh, i had my scheduled appointment we connected at a certain time you know it probably lasted four or five minutes and and i just thought how neat that is that we're using today's technology to be able to have that connection with your doctor your doctor's office and not having 
to maybe wait a month or I mean I know there's a shortage of health care providers not to wait a long time to be seen I agree that I think telehealth's made a huge difference in that and a lot of people say well you have to really see your patients in the office and there are many of course I would yeah, need to see on situation, but yeah. we use telehealth I think more than people would realize we use a telehealth visit to discuss contraception we use a telehealth visit for preconceptual counseling and maybe to discuss an upcoming surgery so it's used more than people realize i think and that kind of segues into another new i guess facet that we have is that we have we're trying this out now some online scheduling so the patient doesn't have to call in and speak with someone every time to make an appointment that's a new thing we're trying right now it seems to be working well it's not for every appointment yet but i can see that's going to be more in the future go to your website it's kind of like scheduling your car for an oil change anymore too i mean you go online and do it and you pick a time you want to do it and then they follow up with text messages and so it's coming in it's coming into the healthcare field isn't it Uh, uh, page I want to talk about some of the new things, some of the new technology that's come into healthcare, especially in, in your end. And we're talking with Dr. Paige Gurnt today, and the show's all about women's health. The Da Vinci robotic surgery, I know, as, as we were talking during break, has really changed the way surgeries are performed anymore. Has that made a big difference in your field also? It sure has. I told someone just the other day when they were asking me, I believe it's one of the most exciting things I've seen in my career. And it has changed so much. It's so precise. The visualization is amazing. The instruments that have been designed, it's just mind-boggling sometimes where we started and now where we are. And I think what I see is that just through little incisions, trocar incisions as we call them, we can really perform much more extensive surgeries where maybe in the past we would have had to make a big incision and people are going home the same day. I mean, they're not staying even overnight. They definitely aren't staying two or three days like they used to. I really think the quality of that post-operative care, they are just getting back on their feet sooner. Sooner. And that, that's that's a great thing. I got to ask, was it hard to learn? I mean, to be able to work on somebody with pushing buttons and pulling triggers? You know, the Da Vinci Company has a very good training program. Mm-hmm. And you do go to other labs and then you train with other doctors. And some of the residents, of course, now coming out of residency are learning it. Trained, yeah. But my age, or we had to go and then learn it after the right. fact. And then I always have said that kids that are probably about 15, 16 that play with all these you know, computers computer games, and computer yeah. games, they probably would be excellent at Yeah, that's amazing that watching uh, someone do the surgery with that, that's made a huge difference. Some of the other things that, that's new and, and one of them amazed me, we had a ribbon cutting last year at a place where they were doing the new 3D imaging and they showed us images and, and I've seen some friends of ours that were pregnant and I mean you can see the baby's face. That's just amazing. That, that's got to have improved Proved the health care of the mom and everything to be able to see that detail of an image with those babies? I do agree wholeheartedly. I said I'm dating myself a little bit, but I think when we were my age, we were in residency, I feel like everything was, the word I would use is grainy, yeah. you, you know, yeah. on the actual monitor. I cannot believe the clarity and what you can visualize now on a fetus. And again, absolutely helping the health care of the fetus and the mom because we pick up small 
small nuances and then we may say is that quite right then we can repeat the ultrasound if we still are concerned then we usually refer to a maternal fetal medicine and that is of course what we would consider a high-risk obstetrician all they see would be high-risk problems and we're fortunate for that. We now have those in Quitbill. So it's really, I've seen so much change in that clarity, you know, and now we even have three ultrasound machines in our office. In your office. So people don't have to travel. They, and we do all of the serious ultrasounds, but we also offer the fun ones fun too. Ones we too. do the fun <laughs> ones too, and everybody <laughs> seems to like that because with the 3D, as you just said, you can often see so much detail that you'll be like, Wow, that baby's going to look just like the dad. Yeah, and it is—it's fun. It Very is. Fun. It's amazing that technology. I'm glad to see that in the medical field. I mean, with all the gaming technology and stuff they've had for years, that's moving into the medical field with all these new procedures, and that kind of falls along with. I was reading about the minimalist revolution, where they were talking about minimally invasive surgery and procedures, and that's kind of follows up with that Da Vinci and trying to do smaller incisions and or simpler surgery instead of the, I mean, you know, for a lady to have had a hysterectomy 20 years ago was a big deal with large incisions and stuff. And today it's uh, it's a lot more minimal, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. I think all of us are trying to perform those surgeries. We discussed the Da Vinci, the robot, as we say. And, you know, of course, we're talking about gynecology surgery, yeah. but it's really used in a lot of different fields. We see it used in pulmonary, in urology the pelvic floor, as we said. I'm trying to think ear, nose, throat. I mean, you can just keep going and going with the new techniques. General surgery uses it also. I think things people may not know that we've been doing also, gynecologists, anything that has a scope on it, you know, a laparoscope looks in the abdomen, a hysteroscope would look into the uterus. Just so many things we can do with these small instruments that don't cause the patient a lot of pain, and we get our answers and our diagnoses without so much trauma. Right. We're talking earlier during the break about this merger with Dinah Health, which is kind of a regional deal that you, you brought into. And you think by merging with it, it's been giving you the ability to offer a lot more services than what you could as a small office you were before. Is that hitting it about right? That is true. That is true. I think one of the, we touched on a few earlier, like dietitian, yeah. but one that really is needed in this area is our mental health services. Absolutely. And we do have great counselors and psychologists in the area, but I think everybody knows we really don't have enough of those providers. And I do feel the relationship between a patient and their OBGYN provider is also very special. It's very intimate. And I think we have our patients really reach out to us about things that are going on with them. I think, you know, the one for me that would be the biggest would be postpartum blues or postpartum depression. And we now have special counselors, nurse practitioners, mental health counselors that will come and talk with those folks. Also, telehealth visits are available. And again, I think that's really important. Those patients can be at their home by themselves talking to someone just one-on-one. But again, we see patients from probably about age 12 to 90. And so we deal with a lot of depression, a lot of grief when someone's lost a loved one. And they ask us for recommendations. And that was was something that's 
not been dealt with in the past uh, the way it should have been right so i can remember my wife when she, if she had Paige, my daughter Paige, and uh, I mean, she had the postpartum depression after that, but it wasn't something that was really talked about that much, because that's been 32 years ago, but today, that's a very real thing that needs to be dealt with, so now it is, right? Yes, it is. We talk about it very openly. I don't think there's any provider that's shy about bringing it up anymore, because we realize how serious this can be. We also call patients with a postpartum follow-up now. We have them fill out a depression score, and we really try to be aggressive with this if we see this occurring. That's great. Mental health is uh, just as important as your physical That's health. That's exactly uh, right. I'm glad we finally woke up to that, uh, yes. uh, you know, on a, on a country. You've got, with Diana Health, with the merger, you've got a new app that folks can put on their phone. Tell us about that. You know, that's exciting when I see all of this new technology, and it is Diana Health app, and you download it on your phone, and we have patients love this, and they can see their lab results, their pap smear results, their mammogram results. They can also message us, message my nurse, message me, and that way they're not always waiting for a phone call Mm -hmm. back. We can hopefully answer that even in a quicker fashion. Right. Just in your opinion, I mean, you've been in this almost 20 years here in practice. Are women taking better care of themselves, you think, now than 20 years ago or 30 years ago with all the new availability of everything? I do feel most women are. I think you and I have talked about it before that some women don't put their health first, but most women now are not scared to ask for things. I think they feel comfortable. I think hopefully we make them feel empowered to ask questions, not be shy about bringing up a problem. You know, I always say the one that we always use as an example is something like urinary incontinence. Yeah. Women just would not bring it they up. They won't talk and about it, right? Now, now people are active. They're out doing things with their grandkids. They're jumping on a trampoline. I mean, we want people to stay active. We want them to have their normal lifestyle. That's great, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we're seeing that it's, that it's changing. We were talking about babies being born, and of course you, you deliver a lot of babies, but back in 2007 from the stats I pulled it looked like we kind of peaked on the number of babies that was that was being delivered in the country but COVID come along and I think we all thought that we'd see a baby boom from that because of everybody being confined and we weren't going anywhere and we weren't working. That didn't happen, though, did it? It didn't happen at all. I think everyone thought that we would see a baby boom. Actually, the birth rate nationally went down. And the thought was that women were scared to get pregnant and have a baby maybe when they had COVID or yeah. could get COVID. But then what if they delivered a baby and the baby had COVID? Had COVID. Yeah. So we saw a big decrease in the birth rate. And But I feel like now we're starting to Moving see it back up starting to, to move back up. Yes. Probably won't get back to the having uh, nine or ten kids like uh, my great-grandparents did or some of those. No, but I, the- don't, I have a few families, but I don't see that very <laughs> <Don't> often. See. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to ask you, if you could change one thing about the attitude of women women's health with women. Is there one thing that sticks out at you that you said, if if I had a magic wand and I could change your attitude about this, what would it be? A few things come to mind pretty quickly. One is 
preventive medicine. I mean, you don't want to wait always until something's wrong with you and then fix it. So I would probably say preventive medicine. Please come get your pap smear. Please get your mammogram. Nobody wants to get a colonoscopy, but please get that colonoscopy. These are things I talk about. Another perfect example of another screening test would be the DEXA, the the bone density test for osteoporosis. We just want to be, as we said, on that proactive side, not reactive side. Another thing, again, just when I say taking care of yourself, I still think we have an incredibly large number of smokers in this area. And we do see that it really takes a toll on the body. And I guess I'm thinking from a pregnancy that the babies just don't grow well. The placenta's affected. And I always say the placenta's the lifeline to the baby. So if it's not functioning correctly, then we may have problems. Wave that magic wand. (laughs) Don't smoke and... uh be you know that preventive maintenance it's kind of right. like your vehicle i mean that's right. you don't change the oil you don't rotate the tires you don't think some point you're going to break down and that reactive thing is not good can you imagine we only got a minute or so left but with everything that you have saw just in your career the changes i mean can you imagine what the next 10 or 15 or 20 years is going to be in healthcare? you know I really can. I think we we used that little phrase the other day when we were all talking about it. That we've just touched or skimmed the the, the tip of the iceberg, you know, or the surface. Um, I think we just won't believe what's coming next. It's, it's amazing, and uh, I know it's uh, exciting in your job to to be a part of that. And, and I know it was exciting when we had the ribbon cutting for Diana Health, and and I was amazed. I mean, OBGYN been here for a, a lot of years, mm, almost up as fifty. Yeah, and so uh, I mean, it's it's still the it's still the same practice. You just did a merger, but the the remodeling of the building that you did, I was amazed at how well that looks, and and I guess how peaceful and welcoming it is on the inside, and your staff is is so good. I just oh, I'm so you. glad that you, I knew you had seen it, and I'm glad that you liked it so much. We do feel like it, it was a labor of love. Anytime yeah. you're trying to work somewhere while you're remodeling, while you're remodeling it is, is a, something. Yeah. But we are very pleased with the final result also. I do think it has a little bit more of a calming or yeah. comfy, inviting environment. So yeah. we're real pleased with it. And, you know, I think, Randy, you and I said, you know, why do we want to keep doing this? But, you know, I want this place to be the best. Absolutely. I want us to have the best women's health care. And I don't want people to feel like they need to drive to to Chattanooga or Nashville or Knoxville. They need to stay right here at home with us. Absolutely. I feel the same way. (laughs) Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. And thanks for what you do for women's health and all the babies and I just uh, I mean you've got a following out there that if you mention your name uh, there's always a story about what well, she delivered my well, thank you. daughter or grandbaby or whatever and uh, we appreciate you we oh. appreciate what Diana Health and, and all y'all are doing to try to make it uh, better and make it good here I think everybody knows I love it and I love going to work every day absolutely and that's 90% of it isn't that's it? right hey that's all of our show for this week hope you join us every weekend for today in Putnam County right here on all the Zimmer Family Radio Station I'm County Mayor Randy Porter. Hoping you have a great rest of your weekend. And may God continue to bless our great county. You've been listening to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter.